All right, welcome to season two, episode two of Yellow Jackets, Edible Complex Deep Dive. This is uh, the Shauna is the Worst podcast. I'm Craig Lake, and I'm with... Edelyn, hello. Edelyn, how's it going this week? It's going. Um, cool, you ready to talk Edible Complex? Yes. Let's um, do it. Okay. Let's, do, let's <laughs> dive into it. All right, so this is our deep dive episode. Obviously, our last one was an instant reaction. This will be a little bit of a more detailed coverage. Um, this episode was directed by Ben Semenoff. Kind of oh, questionable ben. name, but... Semenoff? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, he directed episode five, which is Two Truths and a Lie, which we haven't seen yet. So hopefully uh, he continues to put up good episodes. He's been on Ozark, Tulsa King, um, but seems like a fairly new television director from what I saw. So uh, that's that. Um, Let's get into it, I guess. We start off um, with Shauna and Jackie in the meat shed. Mm. Upon review, you know, I, I mean, I know we covered some of this, but how weird did you find it? I mean, she's literally, I feel like in the first episode, they were more conversational until the end where she knocked off her ear. But in this scene, she's really arguing with the body. So, yeah. um, and and some of the things that, that she did talk about, she said, you're lying to yourself, you're lying to your baby. Um, and then she said, what did you do with my ear, Shipman? Mm. And then liar again. So three, three Shauna lying call outs. Um, I did think the the mention of the ear cough mit, coffin and the ear prayer was kind of funny. Um, she talked about braiding my hair. If you lay them right, maybe people won't see my ear. And then kind of a cute moment as she was braiding the hair. They talked about um, being at their friend's party or something and her throwing mm-hmm. up. Um, I think it was like rum and gummy bears. And Randy was the one who slipped in Horace the rum and gummy bears. Randy. Three Leave minute it to Randy. Randy. So any thoughts just on the, her actually arguing with a dead body versus just conversing with it? I just think it's weird that she is, this is her, her, this is like her imagination going and she, she's lying. (laughs) I just find that so crazy that it's a lie. I mean, it's, it's just weird to me that her imagination just brings her to this point where She's asking these questions. What does she have left? Like, what is she, what is she scared of? You know what I mean? That she has to lie to her imagination of Jackie. Yeah. Well, and I think that's where it got a little weird with me is like where, you know, when, when she goes from them just talking to like almost physical anger towards this dead mm-hmm. body, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's like it's resentment. A, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little weird. And then, um, but I did think both actresses did a great job in this scene. It was interesting to see them both. I think this is the edgiest we've seen both of them. Like even Teen Shauna really? was starting. Edgy? Yeah, she, in what way? Well, I thought that Jackie, you know, was a lot more, I don't know, playful and pressing her, you know, on questions. Like even when she's calling her a liar, like when she was still alive up until the end, she knew Shauna was lying multiple times and never really pressed her on it. And so yeah. I just thought it was a different uh, look from the actress playing Jackie than we've really seen from her. Okay. And you can kind of see 
the tension building because Shauna hasn't really been called out on her lies a lot. So obviously yeah. there's that like end. Maybe explosive. it's the guilt. Maybe it's the guilt that's making this more edgier and and more. Yeah, maybe yeah, it's but, just that guilt. But regardless, I thought it was just a fun look from both the actresses, like doing a good job playing those roles. It was it was, you know, to me, interesting to see them um, as, as they progress with the characters and stuff like that. So then we go back to the cabin um, where Crystal and um, Misty are saying they think the food should be done. And Mari says, oh, great. There's two of you now. Yeah. Um, you know, Thaisa is obviously getting kind of disturbed with what's going on with Shauna. Um, Lottie says to leave her alone, that she'll come when she's ready. That's what she said. Um, she's, she's processing and she needs our support. Uh, Mari talks about eating her share. And then that's where we see where uh, Thaisa wants to know who shit in the pee bucket. Well, do you wonder what are they eating right now? What is what? I mean, it looks like I it's stew. It, it's like, is I, that I, the I think it was the like, yeah, I mean, the, the last remnants. I mean, we see in the meat shack, like the kind of all those hanging carcasses that are all ribs. So I think it's just whatever's left of whatever um, they've got in there. Maybe bone marrow. Soup. Yeah. Um, one of the funnier parts about the pee bucket is Misty asked if it was girl poo or a boy one and yeah. then like inferring they're somehow different. Um, I forget who I think somebody's like, that's definitely not a thing. I think Travis um, said that. And then Thaisa wanted to know where the other lantern is. So upon review, there's no way this is anyone but Thaisa, right? I mean, it's possible, but I mean, she's definitely... Well, the highest suspect. Well, why do you think, I feel like someone's going to, why do you think it's Taisa? Well, because she's wandering around. She's the one like asking about both items. And I just think that's like, isn't that kind of ironic and how it happens sometimes that, mm. you know, like when you think you've lost something and somebody took it from you and you just misplaced it. But who it. wants to fucking admit that they just took a shit? Yeah, no, I'm so give me who, 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 who would the other culprits be? I don't know. I know it's not Misty because Misty would fucking squeal on herself, right? I don't know. I think it'd be, I don't know. Maybe it is I, Thaisa sleep shitting, but I, I mean, it's kind of embarrassing. No one wants to be called out like that. I don't, I don't know. You but think it could be that. Like Javi is like angry at them for almost killing him, and he's just sneaking into shit at night. Like sneaking in shit. For all we know, <laughs> yeah. it's fucking Coach Ben. No, I don't know. I I think it. Taisa would be the obvious answer, right? But at the same time, it's like I I still I still wonder who like they the shitter is not in a private area. Someone must have saw someone or heard something. I don't know. It just sounded weird to me that no one knew who took a shit. So maybe it is Thaisa in the middle of the night. Maybe it is. But if I took a shit, I wouldn't fucking say anything. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I don't have Would a you? suspect. Um, well, I just don't think. I mean, I, I'm a pretty shy shitter, I think. Like, even if I'm like, I mean, I'll like go in a room and turn on the faucet and like play music. Like, I don't want anybody, you know, around when I'm going to the bathroom. So, um, yeah, I don't think I would shit with, with everybody around. What do you think they're dumping around. the shit at? Just in the, they're just in, in the moment. woods. Yeah. So one thing that I kind of realized this, uh, you know, the, you know, because when we left them, you know, into last season, 
they had full access to water. Yeah. But at this point, all the water is frozen over, probably. Mm. So that's what we kind of see, I think, in that, that one of the first scenes of the first episode of this season, they're like collecting water. So their hygiene oh. is even worse now. Like they've got no access to water besides snow water. Mm. Like it's got to be pretty rough over there. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that combined with, you know, shitting and in imagining, the cold. Well, and imagine what they're eating. Blech. It's a hard time. Well, I guess that would be the good news is if you're not eating a lot, you don't need it wasn't to that shit much. as much. Yeah. And I'm sure they're they're good and firm because all they're eating is meat. So it's not like, you know, they're getting mm-hmm. a lot of gluten in their system or anything like that. Um, so then we go. Um, then we go back to Jackie and Shauna and uh, one of the funny lines, Jackie asks how she looks. And Shauna says, like, you might have two ears. Um, they were using the caboodle to do Jackie's makeup. Is that what yeah. it's called? Is it a caboodle? A caboodle. Mm-hmm. Did you and Jill have caboodles yeah, in your day? Yeah, we did. We did. I mean, we weren't allowed to wear makeup at that age, but we did have caboodles. And Did you both have our own? Like, what colors? What were you guys Purple. Mine was purple, sparkly, clear purple. But it was like a mini one because like my mom was too cheap to obviously buy the bigger one. So she sprung for the best case scenario possible. She probably found it at Ross or something. It was probably the Caboodle like generic brand too. It wasn't like the official Caboodle. What did you think of Shauna's makeup job on Jackie? Like shit. I mean, it was... (laughs) the blue eyeshadow it's like she wanted to make her uglier than what she was but I'm like you know just putting makeup and it's just so deranged it's just so fucking weird um so Jackie says while she's putting on the makeup you know Jeff only had sex with you because I made you into someone else mm-hmm. and you and you only had sex with him so you could see what it was like to be me um yeah single white female shit single white female shit (laughs) that's when shauna is like hold still you're making me mess up and that's what i'm like this is pretty weird (laughs) (laughs) well and it's like it you forget that she yeah for me i'm watching she's conversating you forget that she's talking i mean we know that uh jackie's dead but like it's just so funny that (laughs) yeah you forget that she is a dead lifeless body she shouldn't be laughing and moving but it that just goes to show how deep into this shauna is yeah well and that was the part where i was just like to me she seemed like losing it the most when she's like hold still you're making me mess up and it's and like can you imagine it's a frozen fucking cold it isn't and is that was a lantern in there is that where the other lantern was like so for good know. lighting for makeup I mean, obviously it wasn't good makeup, so they, that might, the lantern well, not might like really Shauna had skills to do makeup anyway. Uh, well, um, some of the other things that she, so that that's when she starts talking about cutting the arm. And that's mm-hmm. once again, where it's so bizarre. Cause she's like, you know, stop laughing. This isn't funny. Stop mm-hmm. laughing. And it's like, like getting mad at her, bruh, it's a corpse. <laughs> like, um, and then she says, you're the one holding the knife. Um, I thought that was. I think the Jackie and Shauna scenes have been great scenes though. Like just yeah. overall creative wise, like cut the way they're cutting them, like to see mm-hmm. the knife in her hands, like really cool stuff. Um, so then we go into the no return intro 
We come back. That's when Callie's hitting the vape. Um, you claim they've been having sex. Yeah, uh, she, she sex or no sex, we see Kyle's deep lotion stash in the corner. <laughs> I fucking noticed that. I was like, it was so clear as day. I was like, that is so funny. Well, and it's hard, like, as a guy, because, like, I'll say, like, you know, the Vegas winters are so dry. And so, like, I always get, like, bloody knuckles and stuff. So I have, like, a big lotion in the kitchen in two of my bathrooms. And, like, I try to keep it away from my bed because I don't yeah. want it to look like that. Yeah. But, you know, like, it just That's looks, exactly what, yeah. It's well, incriminating. Yeah. We even know if exactly it's not. what that Lubriderm is for. Yeah. So anyway, poor Kyle. I, it's it's not always what it seems, but it seems like that's part of what it was in Kyle's case. Um, the song was No Room for a Nihilist in Hollywood by Peachy. Um, Kelly says she wants to vape until her head falls off. Um, I did think it was notable. Any reaction that I guess Kelly was saying that they didn't really know she was gone? Mm-hmm. But she did say letter to Shauna. Shauna was asking about her being at a friend's house. So they had to have had, I guess, some recognition of where yeah. she was. Uh, meanwhile, Kyle's mom is going to make them chocolate chip can- pancakes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Asks if they want them. And she says, well, Kyle, we don't because I'm breaking up with you. So I thought Perfect that timing. was a funny she scene. She does what she says she's going to do. So then we go back. Van has no tether. Um, Thaisa is following the no-eyed man. Did you see the picture that I sent you? Yeah. Did you happen to rewatch so you could see more? Yeah, of that's the definitely not hop- that. That could potentially look like hobby. <laughs> yeah, definitely not hobby, but funny. Um, so, what did you think of um, of Ty getting away? Like, is this at some point is she gonna hurt herself? Like, any fear for her hurting herself? I was like, how was did she problem? untether herself without Van knowing? Because, like, it's you know what I mean. That's how I was like, it's fucking crazy. She's a fucking slick ass person. Um, I mean, it was bound to happen, right? Like, Taisa is bound because they were tied together. Is that like uh-huh. a joke? No, I, I mean, I didn't even mean that, but I think it was bound to happen, but I just thought it was, I don't know, like I'm maybe I'm like a very light sleeper, but wouldn't you fucking notice that someone is trying to get out of that? I don't know. That was just what I was thinking. Do you think the no-eyed man is trying to sudden show her the symbol, trying to get her to kill herself? Like, what do you think the no-eyed man's intentions are? I think the trauma is getting deep and I feel like now Thais is going deeper into this alternative or disassociative world of bad Thaisa I think it's because the times are stressful there's like barely any food it's cold like I think that 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 vision or is always coming at a very stressful and traumatic time for Thaisa so I thought I don't know if if he's going to be leading her to the signs I think those are two separate things personally what do you think I really don't know. Like, I I think the the most obvious thing is that the no-eyed man would be bad. So that kind of makes me wonder if he is or isn't. But um, but yeah, I, I really don't know. Like, I don't totally understand it enough yet. So just kind of more curious than anything. Because at this I mean, point. like the all the sign it, I mean, the signs are everywhere. That sign is everywhere. But yeah, it in in the moment watching it, it seemed more like. He's going to lead this bitch off a cliff. So, oh, yeah. Um, Trying to hurt that, someone or, yeah. 
but in the big picture, like if I fly high and I'm like, what's really going on? I, I don't, I'm not really sure with him yet. Just excited to see. Um, so then we see Van and Thaisa kind of talking about Shauna, if Shauna is upsetting her, if that's, you know, creating Thaisa's, like maybe some of the stress that's leading mm-hmm. to some of the dreams, but obviously it started pre Shauna. So I don't think that's it, but that's the conversation. Um, Van wants to possibly talk to Wadi about the situation and um, uh, Thaisa doesn't want her. Now, how did you take that? I took that more, um, I took that more as Thaisa didn't want Van talking to Lottie specifically about her issues. Yeah. Not like you can't talk to Lottie, period. Just you, I don't want you talking to Lottie yes. about what's going on with me. Is that how you took it? I, I agree. I don't. And I think it's going to make things more real for Thaisa if she talks to Lottie because Lottie could confirm it like that she's going cuckoo or whatnot. But I also think Thaisa has her pride. And doesn't want anybody to fucking know that she, this is like essentially a weak point for her. Taisa is a strong leader. You know, I mean, her and Lottie are kind of in the runnings of trying to lead this group of girls. I think that this is going to also, I I don't know. It's like Lottie, Lottie has these visions that are more positive where Thaisa has these visions that takes her more to negative space and does negative things. So I think that she's also afraid for the other people to know what's going on with her and for her to perceive as a bad person that could is potentially capable of doing some bad things. Did um, the other quote from Van there was uh, you're not a picture of normalcy when she's talking about some of the issues with Shauna. I thought that was a good, Van call out I think certainly what they're it seems what they're trying to establish in these first two episodes you know Van seems to be even more so in this season kind of the voice of reason and the yeah. anchor for Thaisa yeah, I agree um so then the song is I guess um inertia creeps massive attack is what's playing when we go to adult Thaisa I have no, I have no fucking idea what these songs are you're talking about I'm just giving the drops. That's what they are. But yeah, I don't know. I was going to ask you like some of the, like, do you know any Radiohead songs, for example? Because I mostly listen to hip hop. So even the stuff that I'm supposed to know, I don't really know. But anyway, that's the song that it was. Um, Was that coffee or espresso that Thaisa was baking? Because I don't really know the difference. She was like, she's like pressing the button. I feel like it would be a fancy espresso machine. It's kind of like what it looked like to me. And then on rewatch, like she has so many cups she's drinking out of. Like, do you like if I'm by myself, you know, I drink I out of the cup, cup, rinse it out. Yeah. Like, yeah, 100 percent. Yeah. <laughs> Would you rewatch like she, it? it? There was like she was using like eight different cups. And I'm like, is this all the same morning? Like, what's going on? I think it's meant to be over days. It has to be with so many damn cups. Um, at one point, we do see Steve on the bed, just Steve. praying for Steve. Oh, we see, keep him see in your her, prayers, people. We see her exercising. We see her popping pills. What kind of pills do you think she's probably popping? Like an I Adderall feel like, or something? Yeah, I, that's what I was thinking. Something to keep her focused and awake. Um, and then we kind of get that shot. It kind of looks like the bad one's creeping in the mirror at the end. Mm. So we go back to the teen timeline. Um, I guess this is probably the morning blessing they were doing that uh, Travis is talking about later because it's a lot of them kind of around the fire in the morning with Lottie. Seems like she's leading things. Thaisa's chopping wood. 
that's being really creepy watching Wadi and Travis from the window. Getting jealous. Now, at this point in the timeline, I think this is probably where she goes in and grabs Javi's stuff. Yeah. Is that kind of how you read it? Yeah, where she's plotting. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, and it was like, this is maybe something she's probably thought of maybe to make Travis feel better. Yeah. But I think in that moment, probably watching Lottie and Travis like Midas Runger into action. Um, So then we go to see them kind of starting the hunt. Um, You know, he mentions that she missed the morning blessing. Um, Travis mentions that the tea is just a symbol. Um, You know, Nat starts really pressing him about, you know, Lottie putting that bullshit into his head. Mm -hmm. Um, Kind of an interesting, or I just think it's a good quote. Everyone has their role. We're going to need more food, more than food to make it through the winter. A hundred percent. And um, so they kind of go their separate ways. I thought it was interesting how that scene played out too, because Natalie really like pushed him to feel like them splitting up was his decision. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was a lot more like it, I would expect that from like a Misty or something, but it was very carefully crafted the way it was executed. Well, we know why. Well, yeah, but, but even then, like, you know, I just haven't seen as much of Nat being so subtle, but I think we're seeing some of that here. Um, so then we go to adult lot, Lottie and Natalie. Um, Natalie says, I thought you were finger painting in some loony bin in Switzerland. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lottie asks her about her fifth time in rehab and how that recovery is going for her. So some pretty good barbs going back and forth. Um, you know, that's where Lottie confirms that she calls it an intentional community versus a cult. Um, She mentions that it was not the plan to kidnap Nat, but she saw her with the gun in her, you know, they saw her with the gun in her mouth. So still have questions on how they actually saw her, you know, um, uh, I guess she could have had a window open, but other than that, something else had to have been going on there. Um, This is where we, yeah, I wonder how they, that they did see that. Yeah, I mean, because that's what I was kind of saying when we did cover that episode, because I was like, I would think I would at least close the blinds before I off myself. Like, that's not really an open blind event, but who knows? Um, (laughs) Then uh, we find out that the colors they're wearing is the heliotrope that's made from flowers that are used to treat wounds, that purple color. Were you aware that heliotrope was a color before this episode? No, I've never even heard that word. Yeah, hey, there was I. Um, the nose run girl brings her, as you called it, the butterscotch, or as I called it, the boner coffee, because it was for libido, not focus, uh-huh. as Lottie had wanted. Um, any additional thoughts on the nose ring girl? I mean, they're definitely bringing her around again. Yeah, you have this like preconceived notion that she's like some significant and I just really don't think she's anything. I don't think she is, but I think they're bringing her into the picture to make you think she's somebody. I just think they're using her as like, you know, to think about her. But we'll see. We'll see what the next few episodes bring. Um, So now we go back to Callie with the weird circle of Adam's ID. Shauna comes in. Um, She was, how was Alana's? Uh, she says, I don't speak, I don't speak grunt. Mm -hmm. I think Callie was like offended that her mom even believed that and just had no (laughs) care of where she was. That's kind of how I read it, but who knows, but she's like, I don't speak grunt. 
Um, <laughs> this was one of my favorite lines from Shauna in this part of the scene. She was asking if she wanted to hit the mall and rack up credit card debt and make their dad work <laughs> even harder. <laughs> yeah. Um, how, how did you read this sh- sh- scene from Shauna and from Callie? What did you see going on here? I like, I, I think that for some reason, a part of me is like Shauna is maybe thinking that she might have less time or that she might get caught or something's happening where she wants to spend more time with Callie. That's what I thought that that was and her genuinely trying to connect with her and maybe spend some time with her. Um, or maybe it's an ulterior motive for her to be like, what is going on? What is she thinking? She knows that I did this to Adam. She knows what's going on. She's not stupid. Maybe I need to get more out of her, what she really knows and understands of the situation. Yeah. And I think for me on the interpersonal side, like, you know, when you have a friend who's like been dating someone for a few months and they get wrapped up in it and you haven't heard from them. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they're single and they're like, you know, Hey, how are you doing? That's a little bit how I read this, because obviously she was in that, you know, torrid love affair with Adam and she had all of her yellow jackets drama going. And now now everything's slowed down. Right. Jeff's Jeff's sorting through stuff. She doesn't have a boyfriend anymore. And so that's she's just I just read it as her being possibly more available. Uh Um, But who knows? Um, So now we go to (laughs) Misty calling Thaisa for what is the third time today, she says. She asks if her and Natalie are having a spa day without her, and then she leaves on the voicemail that Nat was met with foul play. What do you think Thaisa thinks of Misty? I don't I don't think she thinks of Misty. I think she just kind of brushes her away. I think Thaisa will need Misty when she's truly needed. I think she's a side thought for Thaisa, not a priority. What do you Yeah, mean? I mean, we, we haven't seen enough to see them interacting, so it doesn't seem like they have a strong relationship. Yeah. And you got to think that Thaisa's just like, what the fuck? Like, she's probably not listening to voicemails, screening her calls, ignoring it. Yeah, plus she's got, uh, you know, a million cups of coffee yeah. and popping Adderalls. Um, so... Putting the sick in forensic, she posts the camera on the detective message board or citizen detective message board Mm -hmm. about that camera. And he says, I might have an idea for you, but only if you stop shitting on my Adam Martin theories. Yeah. And she says, stop wasting my time with wild goose chases. But she made sure she like properly edited it before she sent it. And added the word wild. Yeah. It's been... uh, very funny seeing them react to each other. So looking forward to seeing what that looks like. Yeah. Um, so then Thaisa um, actually finds Jackie with the makeup on her. Mm. Talks about what I did find was weird is she talks about her not only braiding her hair, but posing her. Yeah. And the posing her to me was pretty disturbing. Um, Lottie. But, yeah, I don't even see. Ahead. Did she even. She looked like she's in the same position. Yeah, I mean, they didn't show a lot of the posing. And so I'm wondering, like, how she really knew that. But just the idea of her posing the body, I found to be really creepy. If totally that was Norman true. Bates shit. Totally Norman Bates. Yeah. Or normal Bates, as I misspokenly called him last episode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> good cover by you. Um, sometimes I, my brain just kind of strokes out and I don't say all my words right. Um, 
So Wadi is not really fucking around. She kind of gets in the middle of everything. Wadi basically tells Shauna is that this is all okay. Yeah. And that Shauna, this was Shauna's best friend. Where do you fall? Who's more right? Thaisa or Lottie in this situation? Thaisa. I think they are both equally right and wrong. Like, I, I think I, it's understandable. Maybe because Lottie doesn't know to the extent of what the fuck she's doing with her. Yeah. Of course she should be. But, like, I don't think it's healthy to be... Well, okay. Like, just be left in alone in a shed with someone. Okay? I'm not as... Yeah, and I guess when you go through the details, I'm not as actually disturbed as her being alone in a shed with her and pretending to talk with her, but I am disturbed with her, like, cutting off pieces of the body without anybody knowing, Mm. putting makeup on her, and, you know, fighting with a dead body. Well, in her defense, the ear just accidentally fell off. It's not like she purposely tried to... Well, when she was wrestling with the dead body. Right. Right. But it's not like Shauna took the knife and cut her ear. It just so happened while she was wrestling, the ear fell off. For sure. And then she said an ear prayer and put it in an ear coffin. Um, so one that this was kind of an interesting exchange here. Thaisa says, Shauna, this has to stop for your own good and for the good of the baby. And Shauna pulls the old like you or anyone else knows what's good for the baby card. Um, what did you think about that specifically? Because from my standpoint, I was like, I don't really know how specifically bad it is for the baby. You know what I mean? Like, I don't Hmm. know that it has to do with anything. I think for any woman who's pregnant, stress is like a huge, that's bad for the baby. Stress is very bad for the baby. I think, uh, being out in the cold is bad for the baby. That's true. Um, But in all honesty, the mother needs to be in tip top shape in order to deliver a healthy baby. And I think the stress of this all um, trauma is very, can affect the baby. It's just like the whole, like if the mom's not doing well, the baby's not going to be doing well. So that's where I think that that is pretty accurate for Taisa to say, Um, just get your mental health together as much as possible in the current situation we're in as much as possible. Yeah, well, I do agree with um, her being in the cold and things like that. And I can't remember if it was Nat or Ty who mentioned that early in the episode as well. But I do think that was a good point for sure. Um, But it is interesting that things that I wasn't thinking about, like I said, when we started, just because we transitioned so quickly from ninth episode to 10th, where we went from they've got water, it's not as cold to it's snowing. Yeah. So they, they mentioned that they can't bury her because the ground is fo- frozen yep. solid. Makes and then sense. that's that's kind of bringing back around to the lake being frozen. So they talk about cremating Jackie. How do you feel about cremation in general? Are you pro, con? Are we burning your corpse? What are we doing with yeah, you one day? I think that's fine. Yeah. So you prefer cremation? Yeah. I feel like cremation is the way to go, especially if it, even in this situation with the wilderness. I think it's yeah I would feel bad because you can't really like I would want to maybe like keep her ear to burn the ashes maybe do make an ear coffin so you've got like something um well I guess or something to bring back like I was thinking like what are they gonna you know well I mean she'll always be with them if you know what I mean (laughs) (laughs) um so then we go to Kevin Tan and Shauna 
Um, is is Kevin Tan an attractive gentleman suitor in the show? How do you? I know Adam's well, dead. He's not were... ugly. He's definitely not bad to look at. Um, okay. He wasn't as enticing as Adam for sure. No. No um, one will ever be Adam for you. Yeah, but yeah. Adam was it for me. Um, but I mean, he's not ugly. Um, okay, so Kevin gets with Shauna. Um, he tells her that he's kind of coming to her as a friend. Um, you can tell he's kind of giving her opportunities to yes. tell the truth. Yes. And I just feel like if she was a little bit more truthful, it would have put him less, made him less suspicious of her. Right. But I feel when, like when he was questioning her too, it's like, let's give her the benefit of the doubt. This girl has been through so much. I feel like the town gives them all of the the survivors, like this little bit of grace or like a little bit of a I don't know like I don't know they all feel so bad for them of what they've gone through like they don't it's like they're very sensitive around them right and they kind of walk on eggshells and they don't want to like they take the fact that they're they survived this tremendous thing into consideration that's why I think Kevin Tran like that's how I felt like he was very um just easy going and wasn't trying to find the truth. I mean, he was, but he he's a fucking detective. He could have gone harder, right? He, this is what he does. But I think because of the friendship, the history that he went on a little easy on Shauna. Well, I think also as he was trying to do it, like he didn't, like, obviously he's not showing a lot of reaction, but I felt like, I just felt the disappointment as she's lying to him. Cause he's like trying to make it easier on her. And it's yeah. like, oh man, like, you know, you can tell it's not something he wants to deal with. So she mentions that Adam had been in a fender bender with her, that she had to text him a lot because he was being a dick about the claims. Yeah. Uh, and then we see Callie bail her out to go to the mall for the mommy-daughter mail trip, mall trip, code red. Um, so he just mentions that if he has more questions, he'll get with her. And that's where she says, do I need a lawyer? So I know Misty had told her that she should only say I need a lawyer. But right. in this case, wrong, I feel like wrong that was scenario. the That was the wrong scenario. Like an idiot. <laughs> yeah. No, just worst case. So um, then we have Callie kind of, you know, after the cops leave, she says, why would you lie to the police? And <laughs> Shauna explains that cops are sexist. <laughs> And Callie goes, oh, so you lied to be feminist. And she's like, actually the opposite. I did it to protect your dad. Yeah. And that is where, like I said, I just feel like she really lost Callie. I think in a different way, Callie was trying to do something. Yeah. And and I would make these call outs. If you go way back when to Jackie and Shauna, I feel like there was a point when Jackie knew and she just kept trying to give Shauna enough An opportunity to just tell me to, the truth. Yeah, yeah. And she wouldn't do it. And same thing that Same Callie's... thing with Kevin Tan and same thing with Callie. And so um, it's just interesting. Um, so then what was also weird here is you see her kind of call to her daughter, like Callie, Cal, or whatever she's calling her. And it looks like it's going to be a war moment. And then she goes, at least go through the back in case he's still out there. Right which was just such a cold moment. And Insensitive. So that's, that's where I was saying, like, uh, in, the, in the instant reaction and when we cover it here, it's like when you take that first scene where even though I do think she was lonely and there's other reasons, I think she really did want to spend time with her daughter. But I think as you see this transition, this is just 
that cold emotional shut off of her daughter here and her daughters really shut her off as well. Yeah. Yeah. So just sad, sad to see across the board. Well, and I think Callie was like, dude, I just fucking helped you out now. Like perfect opportunity. Like I, I can be on your side. Tell me the truth. Like I can. And I definitely think there's some of this happening too, where she wants to be, I guess in on it, you know, but this is where, this is where I included or something. this, This is where I would say maybe she's not being honest with her to protect her. I do believe that. Yeah. I don't believe, I believe in the interaction with the cops, all these other things. I believe Shauna is out for Shauna, you know, first and foremost and the yellow jacket secrets. And then they start creeping in as a priority. But I do believe if she is withholding that information that that very well could be, you know, it doesn't help her or Callie. Maybe she start, you know, partially trying to protect her there. Right. Um, So then we see Sammy and Steve um sammy allegedly shows up um you said you thought from the beginning you thought that was weird what was your reaction when you knew thaisa was calling simone like i was just like simone is gonna be so pissed oh my god yeah i think that was like the whole thing about that was like god now she has a reason to but it was just it was the whole sequence was crazy because like we talked about in the instant reaction like he's in elementary school. How the fuck would he get there by himself? Like that was like the first thing in my mind. Like the school wouldn't call frantically or like Simone wouldn't get a notification and Simone wouldn't call her first and be like, is Sammy there? So that was kind of weird for me. I was like, how this kid get over here without, you know, and how far away is the school? You know what I mean? Like he wasn't walking home by himself before. It was always that he was getting picked up. Yeah, well, I guess I just didn't know how far away the school is. And so without having that piece of information, it's kind of tough. And it did seem like an interesting plot device to get Simone back into the picture because then she'd have to, like, talk to her. Well, and, you know, we learned in the first, like, episode one how, like, Simone is kind of also hovering around you know, like she was there as soon as school got out. She's she right for the pickup. Yeah, Taisa for the pickup. We don't know what Simone's job is, do we? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. She was looked like she was doing something on her computer, but I don't think we know what she does yet. Just curious. Um, so then we go to um, Walter walking what's allegedly his mother around. So do you think that's his mother? I don't think no. it is. Yeah, like, like when Misty took the gal to the the or, dinner and then with who, her. Or that's, I did not think that that was his, who is that woman in a wheelchair, not like, as she's mute. <laughs> he said it was his mother, and then he was asking about like the air quality, the background checks they do on their employees. Yeah. Um, what did you think about his khaki and socks ensemble? Was is this somebody you could? No. You know, was this attractive to you? No, it's like total nerd alert. I mean, I've seen Sorry. some of your your ginger attractions. They might <laughs> dress in a similar attire. <laughs> um, what did you think about? So Misty was wearing butterfly scrubs. Did you have any opinion on Misty's scrubs? Stylish, no, she's a ter- no, she's a terrible dresser, period. So do you do you get to like pick your own scrubs from work? Yeah, or do I, you have, like, I try to stay as much as possible away from any print, let alone so, I mean to whom to to whom they are own. You know what I mean? But it's not my style. Um, <laughs> do you happen to do any heliotrope scrubs or no? No prints, like purple? no heliotrope. Yeah. No, I have bright fuchsia, black, gray, blue. You know, 
primary colors. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I just thought that was pretty funny. Was was curious what your thoughts were on Misty Scrubs. Um, so then we go back to the Natalie scene where it finally shows that she cut um, she cut her leg, she ripped um, Javi's clothes. Mm. Um, very uncomfortable scene, right? I just thought it was so fucked up. Like, and I, I, I know, I know, um, you know, last episode you talked about Shauna maybe not being the worst. Um, do you have out of these girls? Cause what, I guess what I'm seeing is there's some very unlikable things happening yeah. with all of these girls. Yeah. Um, do you have like a, okay, this person bothers me the most or like, you know, where do you stand for sure? From the beginning, from season one, it was Misty. But like you said, all of these people are showing these unflattering things like this one for me, cause I did like Nat, but I just thought I was like fucked up. Like, you know, you love this guy. I get it. But why? I mean, go to the extent to make him think that his brother's dead. You know, well, and I, I do think, like I said, I, and it, but it's also hard to reconcile how in the previous episode, she thought it was better for him to have that hope. And now because of the Lottie situation, she's totally flipped. So she's almost yeah. going against what she was trying to defend in the first episode. Well, in the first episode, well, like when coach was, was like Lottie and saying, like, don't end, give him but, hope. But early on when she was talking to the coach oh, and okay. stuff and he was like, you know, he was saying that, you know, the, the odds are and he's like, I know. But Travis, you could tell she didn't really want to tell him. Yeah. And then once Lottie started inducing boners and hoping um, um, I feel like that was kind of the switch that hit for her. Yeah. Um, and so without that, it would be easier to say, well, she thinks this is better for him, but I think she knows she's doing something wrong, but she's convinced herself that it's mm -hmm. better for him because it's better for her. Um, so anyway, I, it was definitely uncomfortable. Um, Definitely the things like I, where I used to stand is I really like younger Natalie, but I had issues with adult Natalie. And but now no. I find I have issues with both of them. Yeah. Where do you stand on adult Lottie versus teen Lottie? I, 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 I enjoy Lottie. I think even as an adult, you just see that she's kind of flourished into this role and finding her confidence and just, I don't know. For me, I'm, I'm liking Lottie. I'm sure she's probably going to end up being the bad guy, of course, because I always end up liking the villain and whatnot. But I feel like Lottie instills hope. And I just like that aspect of her character. What I think for me, I'm definitely loving teen Lottie um, for multiple reasons, but up to and including that I think, you know, she's great with her character and, and just shows like, there's a certain calmness about her yeah. you know, and she's played yeah. that very well as an adult. And we'll talk more about the scene in a minute. I think it's that scene with Nat where I just think she's clearly lying. If not about everything, she's definitely lying about some things. And so um, of how Trav the whole Travis situation came about. Yeah. I just think she's regardless, she's not being a hundred percent truthful. We don't know if it's, 25% or 90%. And I, and I was the opposite. I was like, that makes so much sense. That, that, that's reason. Yeah. Well, well, and I think the reason why, and what's probably true is there's probably 
truth to it, right? And so yeah. it makes sense because there's got to be truth. But I just, regardless, I think you're seeing a pattern with Nat and Lottie where they're not totally honest with each other, each other yeah. across the board. Yeah. And so we just don't know where that lies yet. But I will say I just got some uncomfortable vibes from adult Lottie. But from teen Lottie, I feel, you know, she's very calming and kind of um, well, a And let's fun not forget the fact with. that she is the leader of a intentional group. What is it? Intentional community. Community. Let's not forget yeah. that. Like those people tend to be. I'm okay. less weirded out by it than I should be because I normally really weirded out by cult stuff. Yeah. So I think, you know, Lottie's built a lot of trust, but we'll just kind of see as it progresses. Um, where we go from there. And, and, and since we are there, um, you know, we kind of in that scene where she just, you know, it's basically Javi's gone, Travis dealing with that. And then we actually go right into the adult uh, Nat and Lottie scene where they talk about, she puts up the shine sharing in session. So obviously she's doing some type of therapy adjacent yeah. stuff there. Um, so she says on the night Travis died, he called me, the wilderness had came back to haunt him. Um, he said he knew what he had to do. Lottie said she drove all night to meet with him. So we know that Lottie's got to be at least in driving distance. So it doesn't seem like where she is is where they crashed. Right. Which I know some people were oh, kind of wondering uh, about that. Oh yeah, I did not think that at all. Some people, well, especially with the shot of the lake and some different things, there were like why some conversations. There? Why, why would they? Yeah, no, that does not make sense to me. But anyway, we know it's it's probably not likely that because she was able to drive there, you know, in a night's time or whatever. Um, basically, she was saying that Travis said the only way to confront the darkness is to get as close as possible to death. Yeah. Um, which Van did and when you did that. So we haven't really seen Lottie get close to death yet, correct? Like, I don't think I've seen that well, scene. Wasn't it when, I don't think it's close to death, but like, the reference of like her hitting her head against the window. Yeah, I didn't know if it was that or not, but it just the doesn't breakdown. seem like she was close yeah. to death there. Yeah. So I'm just wondering, my question is, I'm wondering if it's something we haven't seen yet. Um, oh, sure. We, we obviously know with Van, it was probably when the wolf ate her and they about burned her to death or whatever, yeah. that that was probably, and she mentions that she had that near-death experience or whatever. Um, so yeah, just curious with Lottie if, if there's something else coming or if it's one of the scenes that we've already seen. Um, it looked like Travis had another panic attack and she mm -hmm. felt his heart or whatever. Um, no visible Travis boner there, unfortunately. Um, Natalie asked why she didn't reach out to her. And she said that Travis said that Natalie would only make things worse. That's yeah. That's one of the first places where I'm just wondering if that's totally true. Um, then she said she fell asleep and Travis drove while she was sleeping, drove back to mm -hmm. work. He had written a note that was the, the tell she was, her yeah, she was right. right. Uh -huh. And then that the bank account information. So it would seem like she's the one who drained the bank account. Yeah. Um, she said she drove to the ranch where he worked. Um, the candles were already around him in the shape of the symbol and he was hanging himself and so he could pass out so he could talk to it. Um, what did you think of the strategy here? Um, that's what I was thinking. Like it makes it, to me, it was like, these are all 
pretty valid things that I could see happen. I mean, it just made more sense to me. I don't know. That's why I believed her. Well, I think uh, there's some of it's true for sure. Yeah. One thing is if if we ever have to do this to contact the dead, maybe go with like a mechanical, like a like a hand rope pole versus yeah. a mechanical. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you know what? For me, I was always wondering like, how did he do that to himself? And then my next question was, where was the the button that but he was feel, pressing? Well, no. So he gave it to Lottie. Lottie was pressing the button. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. But no, but where working. is it? Is what I'm saying. Did Lottie bring it back with her? Like, where? No. That's where I was like, okay, so we know how we got up there. We know how that's making sense. Yes, that's making sense. But now, the after all of it, I was like, well, then we should find fingerprints. We should figure out where that button, that de- the. Well, I mean, I think the thought process is that technically she could be culpable for like a manslaughter yeah. and they're all culpable culpable to each other for eating bodies yeah so i think the thought is their secrets are kind of safe with each other and they can't really share it because lottie could get in trouble for it i would think would be the thought process behind that would you help a friend do something like this not kill themselves no. but would you help them no get close to death no. to summon a spirit absolutely not Especially um, to get to a fucking spirit. Are you fucking kidding me? No. Would you? No, for sure not. <laughs> absolutely not. Heavy machinery, your neck around. No, absolutely fucking not. However, need to process. How about I choke you out instead? And we'll figure it out from there. Remember when you're like, you know, let me fucking choke you myself versus a fucking crane lifting you up to make it more real. No, I'll fucking choke you out myself and we'll figure it out. You can talk to death that way. So we see that the the remote gets stuck. Um, so we see Natalie interrupt, and so she's like, "So that's the story. That was what happened." Like she didn't really believe her exactly that that was what had happened. We see the candles blow out. We see Laura Lee. Um, did mm. it look like Laura Lee when she kind of like her face like kind of burnt? Went weird. Is that yeah. what it was? I, I feel like it was what... burnt. I felt like it was just her death. Which it is kind she of, fucking blew up. Yeah, at first I felt it looked like almost the CGI almost looked more like rotted to me, but then they show the scene with her burning with the fire. Yeah. So I think it was supposed to be her burnt, but um, yeah, that's that's that. And then what I thought was weird is while all this is going on, Travis is raising, so he's like damn near twenty feet in the air yeah. at this point. Yeah. Um. So it seems like Wadi's upset. She gathers. Um, she gathers all of the candles from the scene of the crime. So that's Mm. how they got away from there. Mm -hmm. The wax was there, but not the candles. So like I said, I think most of this is true. Um, I have some questions on whether he really didn't want Natalie there or not. I have some questions on whether they had a physical relationship earlier or now. Yeah. Um, Like were, were they hooking up? Would they have hooked up then? Um, maybe not. The I don't full think. I feel key, like. But... I want to say no. I feel like they just had that spiritual spiritual connection. Like he knew how she. Well, I'm sorry. He, yeah. Travis knew that this is a person that knows me, can calm me down. You know what I mean? Like I felt like that was a connection, and I, I don't think that because I don't think Lottie would fuck with that. Yeah, I mean that may be true, but we know that he has got his first Lottie boner. 
We know that he's thinking about her when he's hooking up with his girlfriend. Obviously, it's more of a caregiver role. We'll get to that. Yeah. But I mean, but I mean, there's some sort of sexual attraction things are happening while he's thinking about Lottie. So I mean, there's there's some sort of oh, triangle. Yeah, because we go into the next. So there's some sort of triangle here. I don't know the depth of it, but I would think that probably him and Lottie would probably both conceal it from Nat. When you see Lottie kind of putting the hand on his shoulder, things like that, you know, if they were going to hook up together, they would probably keep it from that. I I feel no, I don't. I feel like Lottie would be like, let her process this. This is what she needs to see. Like, I feel like Lottie wouldn't allow that. I think that she would be open about it if she did hook up with Travis. Um, well, we'll, we shall we'll see. De- we'll definitely see. Uh, but that was the first spot where I was just like, I'm not how, not sure how honest she's being. Um, and then, yeah, I just, I think we don't really know with the button and with the the initial button push where he gets stuck. And then that second button push where he gets hoisted up like 20 feet in the air or whatever yeah. it is. You know, those are the questions where I'm questioning what the reality is. I think most of the other stuff probably happened. Um, So just kind of questioning that and we will definitely see. So Nat kind of closes us out by talking about how she's going to put a stop to her bullshit. Yeah. And Lottie is like, well, to do that, you'll have to stay alive. So that's a win for me. I thought that was pretty cute. And then she explains how she can't get out that night. So your plan for my destruction will have to wait till you're rested. Um, so now we go back to Thaisa. She fell asleep. The door's locked. Sammy's nowhere to be found. We don't know where Steve is. Steve. <laughs> um, <laughs> the one line that I like, Simone said to her, she goes, you look like hammered shit. And she's <laughs> like, cool things <laughs> like just that very casual reaction to me i found very funny um what so at this point what were your thoughts i mean did you have any clue that this was like a fake oh scenario i thought, or you thought at, this was as all soon real as, as soon as she couldn't find steve i mean yeah she couldn't find sammy i was like this is all in her fucking head because okay. I, I like i said i was like Simone is hover mom. She is actually wanting to protect Sammy from Taisa. So I felt like all of a sudden he's gone. He's not up in his, you know what I mean? Like I knew that that shit was like, uh, cause at that point I was like, I was like, damn, she was fucking dreaming that shit. I knew something was going on with the sleep patterns, but I really thought like she had maybe fallen asleep, threatened them that they had like jumped out the window to get away from her. Like, mm-hmm. I'm wondering like, what's going on with Sammy? Did he just like huck him out the, or uh, with uh, Steve? Did he just like huck him out the window? Like yeah. I was, I was buying what they were selling at that point. But I, I mean, I thought, you know, regardless, the bad one was involved one way or another. So now we go back to um, Misty's kind of trying to help build the fire Thaisa and Lottie are carrying Jackie. Um, Akila talks about wanting Jackie's jacket. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Would you try to take any of the clothes or? You know, I was thinking about that. It's so cold already, right? Um, so for me, I was like, she's not going to need it. But I also see the sentiment of like, this is also our friend, like, let's give her some dignity and and burning her with her shit on. I don't know that I, I, I thought of the same thing. I was like, would I take her stuff? But 
at the same time, I don't know. It, I guess if I was really close, I don't know. Here's where I, I stand. Where do I don't think I don't think they should have stripped her naked. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, I think you could have taken the jacket. But I don't. Yeah. I think I would have been like, let's take the jacket, leave the rest of her clothes on, call it a day. Yeah, yeah. Um. So they leave the clothes on. Um. You kind of see Mari and Shauna start to get into it. Uh, Mari goes, oh, now you're her protect- protector, too little, too late. Yeah. Um, Lottie kind of gets in the middle of it again. Um, Lottie says to give her some space. Uh, we kind of see that Shauna has, um, Shauna kind of covers up the cut on Jackie's arm. So Lottie sees that, doesn't yeah. say anything. I don't know what it matters at this point. I mean, it, I guess it just shows that Lottie's kind of down and not like a snitch. Yeah. But I mean, now that they've all eaten her, I mean, who cares that she fucking had a bite of her arm? I mean, right. Just, well, I know. think too, Lottie was just like, let's just give her this moment. Let's, you know, just allow her to process this. I think Lottie just probably foresees that. I don't know. Lottie might be, you know, how like some people that go through trauma like are more mature than others. Yeah. And Lottie is just like, way more mature than her age you know oh, yeah. what i mean of well, all, they, even we, of coach ben you know why too because lottie has been experiencing this fucking crazy ass shit since she was little and then yeah. becomes this like zombie with the meds and stuff and now she's off her meds so i feel like she is she has come to know her own and she definitely is wiser um and then she gives jackie the necklace so while we're here just a thought on mari um some people seem to be pretty down on Mari because she's a oh, little yeah, she aggressive. Sucks. She fucking sucks. She's annoying. Yeah. Um, I'm not as hard on Mari. Um, I think she's always she's... every single thing that comes out of her mouth is fucking rude. Yeah. To Misty. I, I would think as a Misty fan, you yourself, you yeah, like, the... fuck Mari. Yeah, no, you would think so. But yeah, I think I just haven't seen like any real real harm come with Mari it's all just been kind of superficial you know so I think I've just found her more of like oh she's in the cast of characters obviously she's taking a bigger role this season so I'll be curious to see where she goes she still has time to piss me off more um so now we go to the bar Mm -hmm. um I know this will be your favorite the song is Little Queenie Sad Girl um so I knew you'd want to know the jukebox song Thank you so for it, clarifying that. I was wondering. Now, it's Callie and her friend talking. The friend is texting Kyle, talking about how Kyle is in shock about them breaking up. I didn't even get that. Did I fall asleep in that? You might have. But this is at the bar scene right before when she goes over to what ends up becoming the detective. Uh-huh. But they're talking about the breakup. Oh, I didn't see that the friend was texting back and forth with Kyle. And so I'm like, this kind of seems like it's setting up something we've seen before, which is the friend is going to hook up with your boyfriend. Um, uh, oh, I didn't even I, fucking think about that. I might be overanalyzing it because obviously I'm like making this connection. So I'm going to like, you know, self-fulfill prophecy it uh, into the ground. But I just found it interesting that she's texting her boyfriend and she also was the one that actually encouraged her at first to talk to that guy. But then she said she was just kidding. Yeah. So I was like, she's trying to push him towards somebody else. Oh, she's... my God. Yeah. That's I didn't right. Fucking, I didn't even think it was just, twice it was about a, it. It was a little fishy to me. 
Um, so they're doing shot. She goes over there. Um, I think her friend says serial killers love puzzles. And um, her pickup line is my grandpa does crossword puzzles. Do you think that's a good pickup line if you're 12? No. no. Um, what's the oldest dude like older than you you've dated? Like how many years would you say? I don't know. I think everybody's been my age or younger. Well, I mean, definitely younger, but <laughs> yeah, I think everybody, I, maybe that's what my problem is. I need to go for the older guy. Um, but I just thought it was interesting that like, she's, I don't know. My grandpa does crossword puzzles. That line could go either way, but it, it, I thought it was kinda, funny. Kind of worked out for her, but didn't, I thought she had way too much game for like a 16 or 17 year old. What I was thinking, I was like, these girls are fucking ballsy. Like when I was in high school, of course we drank, but we would not go into a fucking bar and post up like that. Like they were in daylight. And then she's like, if I guess the right word, who knows what I would have asked for? And I was like, damn, she's like laying it thick. Now here's a quite well, hopefully not, but, um, Here's a question. So he basically gives her like order shots of fireball for her. Like there's no way like in real life, this whole case falls apart at this point. Correct. Cause he's like, <laughs> like requesting alcohol to be served to a minor to like entrap her. Like, oh. I would think that that would be bad news bears. Mm. That would be pretty frowned upon. I don't think you can order alcohol for a 17 year old. And then well, this he was, is a, his his undercover persona though doesn't know supposedly that she's seventeen. No, he knows well, in real life. I know he does because he's I know, but I'm but just I'm saying, saying like in his have, in his role as whatever role he's undercover. You know, like he was just yeah. trying to get the I don't know. I would think the case falls apart when the key piece of the witness that shows that she was cheating on her husband with the dude that was murdered was elicited by. A sting operation with, with an underage girl where he knowing that makes so before much the sense. confession. That makes so, a lot of sense. Um, so anyway, but I don't think that will come up in the show, other than I think it will come up what we've seen already, which is Kevin Tan is like this guy's a fucking idiot, he needs to slow his role. Yeah. But I don't think the case will fall apart from it. But in real life, I think it might fall apart because of this. Um, Callie Gress guesses that the word was ceramic. So now you have to answer my question. I guess the question was like what he was doing in town, I guess. Um, but I don't even think she got his name yet. Um, so he says that his name was what? I think it was Jay or something. And that he was in town with his parents. They were having issues. I was missing a lot. So Kelly says that this was her last year at Rutgers and she had to stay home because her parents were going through the same thing. Yeah. Um, well, he said, yeah, he shared about what was going on with his mom. Right. Allegedly, but it's not true. Probably. Of course it's not true. He's trying to fucking bait her. Yes. You get that. Yeah. So the whole conversation. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, so that is the scene with Jay, who I think is actually Detective Matt. Um, so then we go back and Shauna's kind of prepping Jackie's fire. Pyre. Is that how you pronounce it? Pyre? Is that a, that's a good I, word, right? I think so. That sounds right. Um so I did think it was funny and like a few of the times like when Nat comes back and like all this shit's always coming on and her like reaction but she's just like what, what the, the fuck, fuck is going on yeah. what did you do to her? and then she's like what did you do to her face <laughs> <laughs> with them uh, 
And then she's like, well, this whole day has been fucked or whatever. Um, Cause she faked Javi's death. And so um, she's telling Wadi is basically saying she thinks Javi's still alive. We get the not another word. Um, I thought it was interesting. Shauna actually cut them both off. Mm. And I almost wonder, like, is that her trying to help Lottie because Lottie's been helping her or just yeah. her reaction in the moment? Um, but that's kind of how that confrontation ends. Um, she says, Jackie, I'll never have a friend like you. I don't know where you end and I begin. Mm. Um, I'm sorry. And I love you. Um, they light the fire. Uh, Travis puts Javi's pants in the fire. Yeah. Didn't seem like a very, like, moving memorial for Javi. Right. But if you remember, like, Travis was the one that, like, was wrestling the gum out of Javi's mouth when his dad yeah. died. Like, uh, he's not an like emotional, super emotional yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he is. Like, obviously, he cares about Javi. He's been off the range and parts, but it, it checks out that he's not, like, you know, crazy about it after he thinks that he's dead based on his past history. Um. I thought it was interesting as they're looking at the fire, Thaisa and Lottie kind of stand by Shauna. It's been kind of interesting to see how their relationship has progressed because obviously earlier in the show, there were periods where um, you see Shauna was getting closer to um, Thaisa. Now we see her getting closer to Lottie. Obviously, Jackie used to be her best friend. Shauna's Mm -hmm. kind of like the village bicycle of the friend group, I guess. Um, but I do think, where do you stand? Like, I think if we look at the four girls in leadership or the three girls in leadership positions, it's Natalie, Lottie, or I guess four, Thaisa and Shauna. Yeah. Um, I Shauna's a leader. I think she is. I guess she hasn't she's been. She's a provider. Was, she's just she's like a, the, she's yeah. the one who's cutting the meat and she's that. But leadership role, I think the first three, you're right, Thaisa um Lottie and um Natalie but I don't think Shauna's fucking a leader I think she's just the provider she's just the chef yeah and I guess where I'm going to with it because like which in itself I guess holds a lot of just like a leadership role uh, you know if you look at well, it but well and I think it's a little more than chef because it's the like you know deboning and the yeah. cutting and it's like a pretty in- intense role I guess where I'm going with it is we're starting to see a lot of tension between all these four in different ways. Like we started yeah. to see the tension with Thais and Shauna, which is, I don't know if surprising is the right word. Um, but, um, but yeah, so it's just, it's, it's interesting to see where this is going. I don't think we have enough info to know where it's going yet, but there's definitely a lot more tension between these girls at yeah. this point. Um, adult Natalie is back in the true room. She won't wear her heliotrope outfit. Is there anything in that heliotrope stuff you would have wore? I was like Birkenstocks. That's so typical of a fucking cult group in the wilderness. I was like, but I was like, they're walking around. Why would they need sandals? Wouldn't they want like shoes? Like, I don't know. That's what, that was my thought. I would think you would, this would hit you more than it hit me, but I was like, I'd probably at least put the sandals on. So I'm not walking on that dirty cabin floor. Yeah. Yeah. uh, I think it was like the top robe or the top didn't look too bad. The pants definitely wouldn't touch them pants. Oh, all I noticed were the Birkenstocks. Um, So I do think you were right there. I think she had an overdose flashback. Mm -hmm. Don't know what it means yet. Right. Mm -hmm. But it just definitely, that seemed like she had one. Um, 
<laughs> Misty is changing Caligula's sheets and she's detecting, I guess, if she peed or I don't yeah. know, do birds pee? I assume so. I think she was trying to. Because that's normally what you clean. detect with UV. Yeah. Like but she's any like, semen, bodily Jesus. fluids. I don't know if, if Caligula is that horny. Well, no, you ask what the UV light is typically <laughs> used for. Okay. Settle down, director, semen off. Um, <laughs> So Walter, um, she discovers that the Walter letter was in UV. Um, he explains that the security camera. Where is do you dump. fucking get a pen? No. So even those flashlight. Oh, you mean to write in UV? Yeah. Well, it was an invisible ink. He fucking wrote in semen. Like think, what the fuck? Well, no. What? I think from Dwight on the office. Well, I think you can do it in P. Not you don't have to write it in semen, well, but you could okay. write it in P. But like, um, is it a fucking special pen? I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, I'm not sure. But I mean, I'm sure those exist, but I don't know where you would get them. But I know you can get the UV light at like Home Depot. Yeah. Um. So the security is a camera is a dummy, but she says there's a man living at the motel for three months who thinks he's being interrogated by the FBI tomorrow. Would Agent Quigley care to join? Uh, any clue who they're going to interview? Randy. Why do you think it's Randy? Because Randy was fucker that was there that was living there because his wife kicked him out. Yeah, no, I think that's a good call out. So Randy is obviously the one who does know about Adam. Yes. They're totally going to find out, right? Yeah. Well, does he know about Adam or does he just knows about, I don't think he knows about Adam. I think he just knows the whole bit. Well, he knows about the blackmail. But I don't think. Yeah, you might be right. Yeah, yeah, I don't you think might Jeff right. told him about him, Adam. Yeah, you might be right. He definitely knows about the blackmail, so we'll be interesting to see. Um, but if the FBI is interrogating him, you would think that Walter is going to be asking him questions about Adam, because you would think that Walt that's the Walter lead into the situation. Yeah. And I'm sure Misty doesn't know that yet until you know she thinks she's asking stuff for Nat. Um, which they will, but I'm sure the other thing will be a big part of it. Uh, yeah, it'll be good to see old three minute Randy back in the fray. Um, so then we see detective Matt, uh, who is pretending to be Jay talks to Kevin Tan. Um, Kevin Tan kind of tells him to slow down and that Shauna is smart, which I think is very good insight. Mm -hmm. Um, but also detective Matt is asking, you know, if Kevin feels bad for them because they're friends, if she, yeah. you know, he's going to kind of protect her. Yeah. Now, I don't think Kevin has a natural inclination to protect Shauna. Right. Natalie's are not, not around right now, but if he found out Natalie was involved, what do you think happens? Well, I just think, yeah, I think that's going to change the whole game. I think... Nat's going to have to put out again. I mean, yeah. she didn't leave it on yeah. good terms. Yeah. But, good um, work. but I was, you know what? I don't know why, but when that revealed, when the detective Matt revealed himself, I was like, fuck, that was a twist that I didn't see coming. But then I was like, what is the purpose of this guy hitting on this fucking obviously underage girl? But yeah, that was like a surprise to me. I was like, damn. Well, I had seen he looked like a detective from the trailer. Uh-huh. But in the moment, I'm like, maybe, you know, they showed us something in the trailer I didn't understand. Or I'm like, you know, I just kept thinking, could he be someone else? 
And um, anyway, so yeah, I, w- I wasn't totally well, surprised. And what I'm gathering from you and I'm learning from you is that you believe that people who are actually speaking in the, sh- in the, in the episodes have significant roles of something, which I typically like in, in a TV show, I'm not thinking about that, but you're like, these people are placed specifically here to, cause they're in the long run. And I, and I didn't even think about that. Well, we don't have a lot of wasted seats here. And I yeah, think that's I true. Was- when I was listening to some criticisms of people like the last week, like I actually am really liking these episodes because they're just getting to the business. Like there's yeah, not a lot they're, of fluff they're, in there's, Yeah, they're answering questions. But yeah. I think there's some other people that really enjoy like getting to know the characters better. And, and I feel like we're still getting all that, but we're yeah. getting all that with action. Yeah. Like there's no- I want to see Van. I'm waiting to see adult Van. I, w- I can't wait to see her. Yeah, I definitely think, uh, yeah, I, I had heard- that it's maybe episode six, but I'm hoping it's sooner than that. So yeah. we'll just kind of see where she comes. Um, so that's that. Um, we go back to Natalie and Travis holding hands. They start to make out. I mean, I really took this scene though as Natalie's plan worked, which mm-hmm. was she was trying to get mm-hmm. back closer to Travis. They start to make out, but as this happens, Travis keeps picturing Lottie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a few questions. Who is the real winner there? I'm pretty sure Travis is raw dogging it here. Yeah. The, ev- the body of evidence shows that Travis can only get it up. If he He's not a fan of the condoms. Like yeah. Coach Ben's condoms are going to waste. Um, I was really like there. I was really concerned that the leg cut was going to show. Did you think I was thinking maybe they do like a fake period scene? No, like maybe she'd try to like he'd come up with a hand of blood and she. No, I didn't. I think was, she was gonna get caught. I was really concerned she was gonna get caught there. Um, but now when we go to kind of the Travis picturing Lottie, so there's got to be some sexual energy here, right? I mean, he is yeah, her no, of course, is, is like a caretaker, like you know, maybe like, that's that Oedipus complex. And I mean, maybe that's, her, that, that's his mom. Yeah. She did have some like motherly vibes or mother yeah. wilderness, as you called it. So that's interesting. Um, we kind of see the candles flicker, so I think that's a sign we can tell that the darkness is a coming, coming. or a going. Yep. Yep. Um, the snow falls on Jackie. Yeah. When when that fell on Jackie, like I was thinking it was gonna put out the fire, so then they have too. to think about eating her at Me too. first. But then when the fire kept going, when they kept going, the fire growing, I'm like, is this going to like cook so her? So that's perfectly? what I was like. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, so the ice falling on her, does that mean? Yeah, it obviously, I felt like, because she should have been smelling good already, right? Like they should have been, I mean, her body was burning for how long? I felt did, like did, maybe I the did, ice was like marinating, <laughs> like add in marination or a little bit of. Well, I think one of the things it did is it got the fire underneath down to like coals, really. So it was just like, you know, that like kind roasting. of thing. Yeah, but I, this is one area where I think the clothes probably wouldn't have helped because I feel yeah. like some of that stuff might have just melted to her, but yeah. whatever. Um, so that was interesting. Um, we go back to Thaisa. Um, She's in the car with Simone. The school calls Simone to pick up Sammy. Um, Sammy's been waiting in their office for two hours. Uh, Simone says, you are very sick and you need to stop everything you are doing and get help. 
and then she drives her right into you know an oncoming yeah. vehicle on her side of the vehicle um obviously intentional obviously the bad one wait the car hit. it wasn't head on it was on her side so it's like oh i didn't you know you like, i didn't even you know, think about that you know like when did your dad ever do this to you like my dad would like make a wildly illegal turn and then he'd be like your side like if you get hit it's on your side of the vehicle no i felt that's yeah Never. that's that's uh, that was that's for senior you. for you yeah <laughs> yeah but um but yeah look she got her crashed on her side head on oh and so she was like impact. staring at it's almost like she oh wow i didn't know that i thought it was a head-on collision and like, How do- and i like accidental but not accidental you like, know a tea, you like a t like a t-bone on her yeah, side yeah yeah so what's your feelings on Thais as a character? Because obviously the bad stuff isn't intentional, but it's very much a part of her. Oh my God. So, it's so, so do you see her do you see her as a good character or a bad character? How well, do you see her? I see her as both good and bad. It's just so fucking crazy that now we're just seeing the disassociation just happening, happening like instant instantaneously, right? She doesn't have to be a fucking asleep in well, order to. Well, it's hard for me to tell when it happened. Right. Right. And like, but you may be right as it may just be a switch that's hitting while she's awake. So now we go back to the teen timeline. Um, The girls smelled something. Did you know it was the body right away? I was wondering if it was like the shit bucket again. I'm like, no, no. As soon as that body was, I knew, I knew. Wouldn't you think, I know last time you were talking about how you didn't, like, you wouldn't think it would really smell good, but don't you think it's got to smell like barbecue or something? Like, no, you know why? Because I think I'm taking it from my own personal experience of, but my experience is different. So like when I was in like the burn unit and I got burned, there is like a specific smell of burnt skin that I, I will never forget. That is, it's, it doesn't, it's not enticing, but also these people were alive. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, maybe like the moisture of the skin and the fact that, you know, that's different, but I was like, damn. And I feel like that, that snow that fell on her did something just like to accelerate something, maybe like, you know, like, just like when something's been marinated, I, I don't well, know. That, well, that's the thing is that because the coals under it were so like soft, like the coals were like it light, just made it, it just like, made it. Stronger? Like you probably, prob- well, no, you probably took like a full burn and it burned the flesh. Like nobody likes a burnt steak. Yeah. But I think it, because the coals were low, like it, it cooked her oh, more like oh, perfectly. Oh, okay. And I do think like her juices probably marinated a little better in the slow roast of the. And I mean, she was coals. frozen. Yeah. Oh. Um, but it woke them all up. It fucking woke them all up. So they run outside basically like it's Christmas. Um, Jackie is cooked perfectly, but she does look a little mummy-ish. It's like the body I looks mean, a little I, weird. I, how do you know she's cooked perfectly? Well, I mean, they were pretty into it. So I imagine she had to been cooked <sighs> pretty well. Um, climbing up the walls is the song by Radiohead. I know you're a big Radiohead head. So, uh, <laughs> that was the song. Exactly. Um, so I saw her, so she was, you know, Shauna's kind of looking at it. They're all looking at it. It seems like they're kind of looking to Shauna for permission on what to do. Yeah. Um, Even when they start eating the body, it's like they all kind of wait for Shauna. Mm -hmm. Um, Shauna rubs her belly and says she wants us to. I mean, obviously, I took it as she's being hungry for the baby. But Jackie had said to her previously, like, basically, that she wanted her to eat it for the baby. So I thought took it as 
um, wait, Jackie, did Jackie wants us to. Wait, did Jackie say that she wants, what do you mean? I thought she said like, you know, you're hungry that, you know, that you've got to feed, take care of the baby. She cut off that piece of her arm allegedly. Oh. So, you know, I kind of took that all as like her processing Permission. all of this. Yeah. Yeah. Now, granted, as, as far as you think it's, Sean her, her own head giving her permission to eat Jackie, but um, but that's that's kind of the process there. So we see the feast dream sequence. I was wondering because they kind of see themselves as like Greek goddesses. If that was the edible complex um, reference, well, that, there the, as well, the Oedipus, the Oedipus, the Oedipus yeah. is like is like a Greek. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's what I'm wondering. If I, that like, was I like coming. that scene though because I feel like that just kind of rationalize their actions in a sense in a way like this is a feast that we've haven't had like it's a fucked up situation and just got so weird but i don't know for some reason it made me feel better about them well, eating her <laughs> well we see shauna has the knife um she takes the first bite we see they're kind of picturing like strawberries or like drinks yeah yeah, yeah. so i mean i do think that it's both you know, yeah, seeing them eat the body is like the feast is kind of like a like a little more easier to watch. But then laced in between it, you see the reality scenes and they're just vicious scenes. Like it reminds me, um, you know, back when Night of the Living Dead was out and they showed the little girl eating like the body parts, you know, it was such a shocking sight to see. And, uh, I, you know, it was definitely shocking when you see them, like, there's some parts where they're like, the flesh is like coming off, you know, in mm -hmm, the old time, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in that timeline, it was just, it was pretty, pretty wicked. Um, did you think that there were some doom, doom coming vibes there? Like it did when they were feasting and drinking, like I thought it had a little bit of doom coming vibe to it, but mm. I don't think they were taking anything. Like, no. I don't think they were on any mushrooms or anything. No. Uh, Coach Ben is shitting bricks about the whole situation. Yeah, he's like, I fucking have, I mean, I didn't have control before, but I've completely lost, lost this group. Yeah, you just kind of see him watching them out there and just like slowly getting further away. By the time it's done, you know, he slams the door and I don't think Coach Ben knew whether to crap or wind his watch at that point. Yeah, so. he was fucked. Um, so where do you think we're going from here? Do you think they're going to feel guilty the next day. How do you think they're well, going to- Well, my question is, is how this? much of this did they eat? Did they, How much of her did they eat? Is Was my question. Did Are they going to save her? Are they going to, what are they going to do? Is Shauna going to de, essentially do bone? You know what I mean? Like what they would do with carcasses and when they do with game, like they're not going to finish. I mean, she was so skinny, but they're not going to finish her in this one setting. I, they can't. I know they're starving, but that's what that's what's going in through my mind. What are they going to do with the rest of Shauna's body? And then my next thing is, who will be their next sacrifice? Because now they know the taste of flesh. They know that they can eat it. Um, what's going to happen with her organs? You know what I mean? Like, there's got to be Coach Ben, right? Next. Oh, God. Yeah. It's tough he to would envision be the only, He would be the only... Yeah, he's bigger too. He's bigger than most of them that could feed up. Yeah. But maybe me, he should have put out for old Misty because she would have been the only one that would have saved him. Yeah. No, but that was my question is like, okay, now they know that they can eat. Now, my question is, is with the hunting situation, is it valid that there's just no game whatsoever? 
Is this I mean, like what, I mean what they were what they were saying was you know Nat was basically saying in that you know seven mile seven radius seven, yeah. every direction that they had no game sightings and so the only thing you know besides that coyote but the only thing I can think of is we kind of saw it with that river situation the Red River they came across that there are just some bad vibes in these wilderness and so I think it's supernatural you know that that this stuff is happening because what other excuse is there for there to just be nothing, nothing there you know yeah yeah so um did you see the preview for next week at all yeah but i don't okay, remember so, it so we saw one of the first things we see is there's a symbol on simone's hand when she's in the hospital oh i don't remember that um we see walter and misty are gonna meet on the boat thank but Misty's god very it's about specific. to happen Misty's very specific that it's going to be her case. Now, do you think he's just meeting her there? Or do you think that's where he lives? Oh, I think Does, that's where he's meeting her. Um, that, guy, that, cat, that guy can't pull a boat. We see the no-eyed man in one of the shots. Looks like maybe a moose, so maybe some game will come into play. Um, Shauna is holding a gun against some dude, and she says, have you ever peeled the skin off a human corpse? Who do you think that she is holding the gun to? What's your guess? I don't know. Who's Shauna's holding it? He, he looked, I don't want to guess to his nationality, but um, what I will say is I'm wondering if the guy has something to do with the loan sharks, maybe. You know, oh. if maybe they're getting involved. That, that was my best guess. Um, I remember seeing the clip. I, I thought I watched the trailer, but clearly I don't remember it. Yeah, no big deal. I think it sometimes on first play, it doesn't play right away. And then I have to go back in and like find it at the end of the episode. And they don't split it out like some shows show, do. Like HBO always splits their extra stuff out afterwards. So uh -huh. You can just click on it. But anyway, um, any other closing thoughts? shit's getting weird they're fucking official cannibals how are you feeling about this season are you still enjoying it are you still yeah i it? am it's um you know i talked to shelly and she's like what do you what are your thoughts and i'm like listen to the podcast but um <laughs> she's like shit's getting weird that's exactly how i feel like this is this is gonna turn into a gory gory season we now know they know that they like the taste of flesh. I mean, do we know? I don't think we know if they like it, but they know it's edible. It smells good. It's probably going to taste good, right? My next, well, I told you also my theory about pit girl. Um, but I, I wonder how they're, how long is the winter? How long will they have to eat humans? Did they eat Jackie? Um, but I, I'm really excited for the rest of the season and what's to come. Like I said, I'm looking forward to Van. Um, I, I like how, again, I bet you will find out more what happens with the car accident, right? Like with Simone, like you said, but I like how they're, I like the pace and how the stories are coming together. Like there's no cliffhangers, like you said, that we're having to waiting for, have to wait for. Yeah. I mean, they're definitely they're answering questions like on real time. Yeah. They're feeding us, if you will, pretty, pretty frequently. So yeah, I'll be curious to see where the next few episodes go. And I think so far it's been a good season and enjoying it for sure. So sounds good. Cool. Well, we will see everyone Thursday evening for our instant reaction to episode three. This has been um, episode two, deep dive into edible complex of season two of Yellow Jackets. Uh, we will see you on Thursday. See ya. Buzz, buzz, buzz.
then I think I told you, but, or I just sent it to you, but we have more people have listened to this instant reaction than the last one, which means more people are listening than they were a week ago. 